Hey, Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond sisters. Welcome to the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond show. Hi, guys. It's so good to see you. And today we have Denise with us. Hi, Denise. We'll go ahead and give Denise a moment to introduce herself um, right after we just go over what the purpose of these conversations for, right, or are for. So many women ask me, Donna, I love the Wednesday shows. What's the purpose of the conversation? I would love to know, right, the thinking behind the creation of these shows. And Denise and I were just talking about this in the green room. And the purpose of these shows and these conversations truly is one intention and one intention only. That if there's something in your soul that needs to be ignited, if you're a woman who's been through a divorce, been through relationship breakup, maybe you've been through a string of bad relationships, maybe you have it, maybe you've, you've been divorced and, and you've been in the wilderness for a little while and you just know there's love on the other side, but you just can't quite figure out how to get there. Well, these conversations are what we hope for you to be a seed to your greatest part of your soul. You're, you're coming home to yourself because once we're reignited with our soul, once we are in alignment with our heart and our soul and our body and our mind, there's nothing we cannot achieve as women, nothing. So Denise, I would love for you to introduce yourself and let us know who you are and where you're from and then we'll keep on chatting away. Okay, um, I'm Denise Howard, I'm from Utah and um, I'm 55. I have two kids. I have a 13-year-old daughter and a 20-year-old son. Um, I've been going through my divorce for, well, about two years, but yep. a year, really. Um, and yeah, so this, I I actually saw one of these. Yes, you interview. did. I know. And you're home. Yeah. And, and I like, like, I want to be there. Yes. <laughs> Now, let's let's put this honestly, because when you go through the Divorcing Gracefully and Beyond program, it doesn't mean that everything is completely perfect on the outside. We still have challenges, right? There's obviously still challenges that we face. But what I think our greatest gift is the internal structure that we get, which is peace. I agree. Right, that internal circumstance. So tell us a little bit about your story and, and what your journey was to where you were to where you are today. Okay, well, I was married for 27 years. And um, that's it, Denise? That's it, just 27? It's 27. <laughs> and, Isn't it weird when we say that? Like, yeah. married? I know, it's weird. Yeah, 27 yeah. years. That's like crazy. It's like almost I know. Life, you know? It's <laughs> yes, yes. And um, yeah, I did not see my divorce coming. I. I thought he was a great guy. He was living a completely double life. And so that when mm -hmm. I found out, uh, I was a mess. I was in such despair where I was just like curled up in a ball, like in a yep. fetal position, just sobbing. Yep. I didn't think I would ever be happy again. I just felt that betrayal so deep. And I, I could not, I could not imagine that I could ever even be happy again. Yep. At the time. And I know exactly that feeling. And I don't think we wish this feeling on our worst enemy, honestly, oh, that, no. that deep feeling of despair, that feeling of here we are. Now, again, I know you know this, right? Because my marriage was the same way. There were parts of it we knew, OK, maybe things aren't perfect. Things are off, but never enough to end up where it was, right? Like that exactly. was like hitting literally a brick wall. Yeah. And not knowing we hit the brick wall, still trying <laughs> to figure out like, what the hell did I just hit? Like, where am I? Right? Because it's almost like we lost sight 
and we don't know where we are. And then this whole life that we had in our mind is suddenly just gone. Yeah. The structure yeah. just just gone. You feel like your like family was like broken, you yes. know? Yes. 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 Because and 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 we can come to the agreement that in a sense it was broken, not by your, you know, your decision, right? But by his. And I think this is some of the hardest things to go through personally and even professionally as a, as a psychotherapist and as a coach, betrayal is one of the hardest things to get through. So, you know, what, what projected you to, to do the work on yourself? Like when, when you were at that point, what, what did you feel? Did you even know there was anything you could do or is it kind of just like a stumbling block? Like, did you go to support groups too? And like I did at all, did you do anything like that? First? No, I mean, I went to a therapist. Mm -hmm. I talked to a therapist and did yep. like EMDR. Yep. But yeah. So I did that stuff, but I, I like years ago, back in college, I was in a serious relationship. And when that ended, it took me like three years, three years before I actually stopped like being devastated over it. And I thought, oh my gosh, I wasted so much time. I know. And I am not doing, I'm not doing that again. I'm not wasting time and I don't have time to waste. And I'm yep. like, I'm not letting this define me. You and I are very similar that way. Once, because once I got, once I got what I would say acclimated to my territory, even though it wasn't the territory I wanted, I got acclimated to it and saying, okay, there's nothing that I could do to change this. Right. Because I don't know about you, but my ex, once he made the decision, that was it. It was done. Like there was there was no coming back. There was no recollect. There was no counseling. It was just done. So but once I got acclimated to what my territory was, was when I can make decisions to take action like you did. I'm not going to waste that time because there's a difference between when you're in your 20s and trying to get over something versus your 50s. For sure. This is our <laughs> prime time. Right. Right. Yeah. And especially because you're, you're your kids. Like I know we could go through life in somewhat of a zombie state or we could go through life. Hey, listen, my this again, the external environment isn't where I want it to be, but I refuse to let this divorce steal another day from me. I refuse to let this divorce steal my peace and my love. Exactly. For myself and my life. Exactly. I feel like he it. He kind of put out my light. You know what oh, I mean? Yes. No, I, that is perfect. That's yeah. exactly how I felt too. Yes. And so I felt like I've been trying to get that light back mm -hmm. and I, yeah. And get back to me and be happy. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I, I kind of was like at the end, like, Hey, what do I do? What, yeah. do, what makes me happy? I didn't even know, you know, I was so just engrossed in my family and yes. that's, yes kind of what defined me is my family, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm a mom, I'm, you know, a wife, but yeah. So, so I just had to find myself and I feel like this program has really helped. You know, it's, I never listened to so many self-help books or <laughs> I know books. Yep. Yep. I know, especially yeah. when you're going through the program, like, don't worry about reading it now. Just write it down, <laughs> put it in, your, put it in your repertoire because you'll be reading this later on. Yeah. I mean, I read almost all the books mm -hmm. and, or listened to them on, mm -hmm. and I don't know, they're really inspiring. And I do feel like, you know, like you learn that concept that, you're no one can make you like feel a certain way. That's it's right. Your thoughts that they determine how you feel. 
I just could not grasp that concept when I was younger. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, no way. I mean, he did this to me. You know, I had no choice on feeling bad and sad. But I, I am starting to recognize that, you know. And it's and I, and I love that you say this, Denise, because this is something that over the last, I would say, I would say the last few months, I really come to the realization that divorce is a spiritual assignment. And that in order for us to hear the lesson, to move through the lesson and to get to the other side, it does take a level of maturity, right? Spiritual maturity. And when we're young, we think like, and that's what I was. I'm like, he did this. It was all about him. It was all his fault and what he did to me. Yeah. And da, 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 da. And granted, a lot of it was, <laughs> right? I'm not, I'm not saying that it wasn't, but I also had play in there too, right? There was my accountability and my responsibility. But it also, what I realized is divorce didn't happen to me. It happened for me. Because as a spiritual assignment, there's a part of me that wouldn't have been woken up. My light wouldn't have been lit if it wasn't for this challenge. How do you feel? Oh, no, for sure. For sure. And I, I believe in God. Yep. And I, um, I honestly think that these trials that we go through and these hardships, I think that's how we get to know God and Christ. I think I agree with you. It's because we actually have to rely on them. I I agree with you. And this is the part of the stumbling block and the path that my spiritual journey started, you know, you know, way back when. And I feel like every, every, every day almost, or every month or every year, I notice that I'm getting, God is giving me new breadcrumbs to follow. Right. Cause if he gave me the whole loaf, I think I would implode. I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know where I'm going. Where am I going? What the hell? Like I would feel so confused, but he's, he's taking one little piece of a breadcrumb and saying, just follow that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then taking the other piece and follow that. And I truly believe Denise, that you and I probably have spent lifetimes together and that we before we've incarnated in this body, before we became humans, you know, we our spirits and our souls probably we're looking and kind of looking at, okay, what, what do we need for our evolutionary path as a soul to learn? All right. What does this, what does our soul need to learn and what does our soul need to go through? And we've contracted, right? We have a, we have a soul contract together to move through this. And the more and more I do research on science, the more and more I do research on spirituality, those they're closing closer and closer and closer together right, where they used to be on polar opposites, where they're really starting to come together. And there's spiritual data that I've been reading over the last few, I would say the last week or so, that literally I believe was divinely placed in my hand because I wouldn't have known how to found, find it. It just kind of just showed up. But it was talking about when we are on the spiritual side, which if you believe in God, it's heaven. If you if people say universe, it's it's the energetic, right? The, 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 the power of love or source. And that part is energy that part's pure energy and as a soul and as a spirit on the the heaven side right that's what they say is is heaven you're going to mansions you're going to you know you're 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 going to a place where you're really learning how to get to the closest to god as you can and i know it's it's a little bit confusing here but when in the program we talk about the abraham maslow archy higher of needs remember that yeah that abraham has Abraham Maslow hierarchy of needs. And what it says is we move up a triangle, right? If we can't move to self-actualization, which is our goal, if we're stuck in 
suffering, right? We can't move past that because we can't move past, if we don't have our safety, we can't self-actualize. Divorce keeps us stuck at safety, right? Until we could realize, wait a minute, this is not our identity. It's, it's something we're going through. Right. And I'm going to choose to move outside of that because I'm going to move towards self-actualization. But on the spiritual plane, it's the same thing. As a soul, we are evolutionizing to get closer and closer and closer to God, to divine, to source. So as a soul, we're learning, we're learning. So everything that's happening on the spiritual side is a, it's a projection here, right? On the earth side. The difference is as a spirit, you can't be in a body. But here we're in a so these challenges aren't here to hurt us, right? These challenges are invitations for our soul to evolutionize. But so many people get stuck, right? Including myself. And yeah. there is no shame, there is no judgment. But so many people get stuck on the suffering and their their soul journey and their their way back to their soul is it's almost it's almost like prevented. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, for sure. Stunted. Yeah. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. We get stunted. Yep. No, I totally agree with that. I like that saying um, that we're spiritual beings in a human experience. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. And so when we could come into alignment with that, and truly allow ourselves to say, okay, there's, I don't know if I believe it, if I don't believe it, but in your heart and in your guide, you found, somehow we found each other out of billions of people in this world. And he's like, somehow we found each other, <laughs> truly. And, and this is the other part that I found fascinating, fascinating in this spiritual research that I was doing is even on the other side, spiritual beings gather together because they know there's power in numbers. They know that they can evolutionize and get closer to God together because there's more, there's energetic force that brings them up higher. It's the same thing here, right? Divorcing gracefully and beyond, we are a force to be, we're a formidable force. When you're part of the sisterhood from day one until the day you die, you're interjected in this, in this force. Even by being part of this community, you're going to rise to the top, even if you're just showing up because you're getting caught by the draft. <laughs> right. Right. But this is the part. And I hope everyone who's listening to this is, is allowing this or maybe being open to allow this to seep in your soul from Denise and I, and this conversation is that there is no force to do any work. There is no force to tell you to be a DGB sister. There is no force to tell you to do anything. This conversation is all about offering you the opportunity to rise up to liberate your soul, right? Like you said, Denise, I felt like he shut out my light. And now what do you know about your light? After going through the program and where you are now, what do you know about your light to be 100% true? Well, I know that I'm responsible for my own light. Yep. And um, I feel like I have that light back and yes. that I'm responsible for my own happiness. We are. Yeah. We are. We are 100% responsible. There's, and I know that people, please don't send me any angry letters, everybody. <laughs> the angry notes. But this is, this is where we are going to get honest. And when I say brutally honest, but in a loving way, no one is coming to save you. You are responsible for your happiness. So you may be left 
struggling because your life is what appears to you as a huge mess, right? If we take Denise's example, here you are living life. All of a sudden life is different. There's, there's, it, it's just a complete, there's no pausing. There's no like, oh, let's just slow down. You know, you're going a hundred to zero and now you're having to reacclimate. What happens is so many women stay in the suffering state the rest of their life. No, I've seen that. And it's, I think it's terrible. To me, it's a tragedy yeah. because oh, our yeah. soul isn't tied to a man. Our soul is tied to God and to source. We are looking at the wrong person to realign with. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because we're looking, now again, granted, I get it because this is a person who we partnered with. This is a person who we thought would be our partner. And just because we said we are there through thick and thin, apparently our partner didn't believe the same thing. Right. And if you get caught in, I need forgiveness, or I have to have closure, or maybe I could fix this, or maybe he's going to, you know, be a better person or he'll explain it. Just stop. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. The, the, that's vital life force energy that you are bleeding out into another person who doesn't deserve that life force energy. Let God and source and whatever deal with him. You take your life force energy and funnel it back into you because like you said, Denise, you are responsible for it. That's it. And I think some people may say, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid of that. But I think it's so freeing because we know we have the power now. No right. one, right. no one has the power to take that away from us. Yeah. I felt like I was waiting around for him a lot. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, kind of yes. like you know, to do stuff and I yes. don't know, to, to like live my life. But so it's actually, I realized that I'm happier now than I was the last probably four years of our marriage. Yeah. Because it, it was lonely, you yes. know, <laughs> it was lonely. No, it is. And that's where yeah. we could say, wait a minute. If I look at the facts, the fact is the last four or five years of my marriage, I was alone. Yeah. But in my mind, I projected a story that wasn't true. Oh, yeah. Excuses. You know, you give them so many excuses and it's just crazy. And it, and the whole forgiveness part, that yeah. whole forgiveness part, like, I think it is hard to forgive yourself. Like, I was like, how how did I not see that? It was going on for 15 years. How, yes. You know? Like, yes. am I, I think it's harder it? to forgive ourselves than, it's, than it is him. Yeah. Because forgiveness, again, if we think about the, the whole concept of forgiveness, we're not allowing or condoning and we're not saying it's okay. We're not saying justice doesn't need to be had. Forgiveness is accepting that it happened. And now we could take action of what we're going to do to create the new path. So if we forgive, we're, what we're saying is, okay, we are, we are cutting ties with the energetic bond that we have with him because that, that energetic bond is toxic. It's like, yes. it's like a mother who's carrying a baby. The umbilical cord is flowing through you. If your umbilical cord is still attached to your ex, I don't care how many yoga poses you do a day. I don't care how much organic food you eat. I don't care what you, it's not, you're still attached umbilically to toxicity. And so when you cut that off and you let that go and you allow God to handle him, now we have to look at ourselves, and this is the uh, this is another reason why so many women will never do the work to heal their heart is because looking at themselves is too scary. Being alone with themselves is is a very scary thing to many women. 
Interesting. What do you think? Yeah, probably. Probably it is. Yeah. Because I realized I wasn't living my life yep. to the fullest. And, you know, since the, you know, the, the divorce started and everything, I, um, I like, found all these things I love to do. Like I signed up for an adult dance class. Yes. So you're finding I, yourself. Yeah, I play pickleball a lot. Yes, <laughs> me too. I'm starting to yeah, right. I'm here in sport in America. No. Yeah. But that's <laughs> like, it. We're, we're yeah. finding ourselves. We're finding ourselves. We're finding our happiness. And, and I think that's the biggest gift, especially if you have children or if you, if for women who don't have children, it's just your, it's your loved ones around you is when you could show up in this place of peace, it's the best example and role model we could be. Right. And, and I, I noticed like when I was, when it first all happened and I was just crying all the time and stuff, my daughter could not handle that. Mm-hmm. I mean, she actually, instead of being understanding or even sympathetic, she was actually angry at me, mm -hmm. you know, for that. Mm -hmm. But and her. So what was happening, which we know now, is. She was devastated just as much as you were on this, but it presented an anger. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she, she would always say to me. He didn't, I'm not, I'm okay. I'm fine. He didn't leave me. He left you, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which we know is complete bullshit. It's not true. Because, yeah. you know, and this is the part too, when, and I say this to everyone who's listening, who has what I would say, young, girls between the ages of anywhere, like 11, 12, 13, up until 20, 21, and even, even past that. Young girls these days, appear to be much older than they really are, right? Because I think they're growing up faster than we have ever done before, right? They're, what they're exposed to, the amount of information that they're exposed to, how they're dressing, the makeup, the, you know, they're, they're I mean, I didn't get my nails done for the first time until I was in my 20s and I was working full time. Right now, <laughs> it's like a normal thing. They're getting their nails done. They're getting the Starbucks, right? They're getting their toes done. They're getting this done, the hair done, that done. What am I? Oh my God. So, so when you're looking at this, this, this child who seems to be able to clearly communicate with you, we're forgetting that she's a child. She's yeah. not an adult. Her brain doesn't have the capacity to think logically and separate things out like we do. For the sure. child, it's still a child's brain. It's not even close to being developed. It doesn't fully develop until mid twenties. So what happens is as mothers and as women, especially because we can have honest conversations with our children, we think that they're having logical conversations with us, but they're not. They're a 13 year old body, but their brain is still functioning as a young child. True. And they don't know how to make sense of this. Now, again, I'm not, I'm not condoning that, that our children, we allow them to yell at us or that they could say things that, you know, no, we're not saying that, but I think if we could get on the side of the table and say, this house is a house of love. Whatever's going on the outside, whatever's going on at dad's house, whatever's going on at there, I'm not going to ask you about what's going on at dad's house. I'm not going to pull you because your job is to be a kid, right? Your job is to be a kid. But this house is love where you as the mother course correct where that energy is going and you bring it back into the home 
and re, if we could remember on the mom side that what's coming out of our children's mouth isn't speaking from an adult, it's speaking from a child. It's good to remember. Does that make sense? <laughs> right? And it's still to this day, it's still difficult because giving children grace during this time is one of the most difficult things, again, because when we're looking at our children, they appear to be these beings that we could have these logical conversations with because we forget they're, they're literally just a child. Yeah. And so everything that our children do, does, especially during trauma times, that response your daughter gave you is 100% a trauma response. And not a response because you created it, right. your ex did, right? Now as moms, this is, this is where, where we have the opportunity, and this is I think the greatest gift for ourselves is when we could bring ourselves to our highest level when we could bring our emotional resiliency higher, we're going to have more resiliency to deal with our children's shit. Excuse my language, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've noticed that. Yeah. Right? Because it yeah. is. It's like, <laughs> there's, there's, I mean, I'm telling you, I there were days I wanted to jump across the table and, <laughs> and, and literally ring my chest. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, I noticed that mm -hmm. I took everything so personal, yes. you know, at yes. first and now I realized okay she's she's just hurting and lashing out at me yes you know? yes and then how and this is the gift Denise I mean I swear, like this stuff is such good conversation and, and this is the real gift is number one we get peace in our heart and our soul that we're not bound to the toxicity of the divorce and yes. just because our ex-husband made a decision and just because our pieces are falling apart the spiritual journey is actually the pieces are falling together and we get to put them back the way we want now, not the way anybody else wants, but the way that we want. But once we are at our highest self energetically, we've created the new neural pathways. We're literally a different cellular being. We get to give that gift to our children and our children's children and our children's children. And we get to straighten out the path because that impact of divorce for the, for children could be so traumatic and that could last their lifetimes versus sure it's traumatic but because you have the resiliency in yourself and you have the healing in yourself you could give them the resiliency that they need and give them the healing that they need and so the trauma is short-lived it's it's not embedded in their system right and i've been really working on that because i I realized, well, I've also heard too, that it's, if a kid has at least one parent that's healthy. One, that's it. Yeah, you have one parent that's okay. healthy. Yeah. yeah. It, they will, they could have an, they have a, they have a really good shot, right. At, at yeah. having that really good life. That's all it takes is one parent. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm going mm -hmm. to be that parent. <laughs> and, and let's, let's even say it, you are that parent. I am. That parent. <laughs> I, I am. am. I you am are. Parent. You are. Yeah, I yeah. am. Yeah. And so. For going back to the spiritual journey, where do you think, where do you want to take your life now, Denise? Like what's, what's in your heart and soul? Where's your soul guiding you for tomorrow and coming up? Well, my biggest thing right, right now is just being, feeling peace and happiness just with myself. But um, I do, you know, want to, to meet someone that, and know what it yes. feels like to have someone truly be yes. in love with me, you know? So that, that is important to me. And I, I do want that. And I know I'm going to get that. And, and guys, you see, so just let's look, let's look at Denise for a second. And this is again, why I love having these conversations is 
your certainty. There's no, well, maybe, I don't know. No, it's, I will have it. Yeah, I will. I will have it. It's, there's not even a shadow of a doubt. I will have it. And another big part of this for you, which I love, is you're happy and you've learned how to be completely at peace with yourself. There are days it may not feel good. There are days, sure, that we're lonely, right? Or that we're alone, but we're not lonely in a sense, right? Like, because we have, we have ourselves. Right. And I know that sounds cheesy, but man, guys, if you could take what me and Denise are talking about here and apply it to your own life, it truly is the gift. It is. And I also notice, like, like, like when I have triggers, like something happens, like, you know, I get like a mean email from oh, yeah. know, my ex yeah. where he tries to blame me for everything, you know, yeah. but I used to get so upset about that, you know, mm -hmm. and now I realize like, even if I do like feel that sadness i were like i'll feel it but it's not like where it lasts like all day and right and where i'm yep. crying and feeling hopeless again yep. i don't feel that hopeless anymore i yeah i feel that there's hope it's like an annoyance work out yeah it's like an annoyance it's like yeah. Oh, yeah i'm annoyed and we yeah sure we get to be annoyed but it's not it's on a definition of who you are and your wobbles are no longer days weeks months or years your wobbles are moments at a time right exactly and we could get right back to living life because my friends truly, truly, truly allow this to soak in your soul. Our life here on earth is all but a glimpse. And you deserve to have a momentary rest to heal from what has happened and, and to feel the anger and to feel the pain and to feel the sadness and to do whatever it is you need to do. And then it's time to get your heart ready, take hands with your soul and allow God to lead you to your next step. Because you may be in quicksand today, but you're going to be at the top of the mountain tomorrow if you allow yourself to be led. Because you always have a choice. And I, your guides and your spirit and your angel will always come and offer you the opportunity to take, be guided by a Sherpa, right? To take the, the, the mountain and to take a nice safe trail to the top, but they will, you will never be forced. And they certainly won't come and do the work for you. <laughs> You've got to decide and take action and do it. And truly you have two choices. You're either going to spend the next few years fighting for what you don't want, struggling and suffering for what happened blaming, shaming, condemning, wanting actions from your ex that he will never give you. He's probably not ever capable of doing it, wanting the information to be different. Or we could make amends with that, meaning we're accepting that this is the reality. It's not a reality we want. It is a reality. But we're now going to focus on spending that vital life force energy and time creating the life we want. Because you're going to be busy doing something. Your brain can only think one thing at a time. It's either going to think about the past or it's going to think about the future. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for my future. Yeah, for sure. And the whole gratitude thing, like, you know, writing down yep. what I'm grateful for every day has yep. been a big help, you know, because when you focus on, you know, what you're grateful for, then yes. I don't know, you see life in a different way. I you do. Yes, because we're training. And, and what Denise is talking about is part of the Divorce and Gracefully and Beyond program underlying we are creating brand new neural pathways we're actually creating a brand new internal 
physiological set point of our brain. We're no longer the victim to effect, we're the master of cause. And one of the things that we do every single day is we're writing down three things we're grateful for. And we also have something that's called a miracle and synchronicity journal, where when miracles and synchronicities are happening, and those are the little things that we say, oh, that was a coincidence. Here at DGB, there are no coincidences, right? That is an absolute miracle and synchronicity. And so we begin to write those down in our journal. What happens is we're beginning to train our brain to look at what is working. We're beginning to train our brain to what is right. And over a period of time, our brain does now look for what is right in the situation for, versus what is wrong. And I was sharing with you, Candice, who is one of your sisters who went through the program with you, recently wrote in our graduate group, um, she went back to her notebook, which she was in the program about a year ago, and she wrote down you know, things she was grateful for. And as she was searching through, everything that she wanted in that notebook manifested for her. Like everything she she wrote in, she was like flabbergasted because that's the power that we have. And we don't even realize how powerful we are because we're giving our power away to someone else's emotions that we have absolutely no control over. We're so powerful and it's time to drive that power back to yourself. So what's one thing you would say, Denise, to someone who's listening, who was like you, who, who scrolled upon this just like you did, is listening to us, what's one thing you could say to her? What's one piece of guidance, advice, or heart-centered information that's coming to you right now that you'd like to share? Well, I would say don't wait. Don't be stuck in that pain and anger and frustration yes. and hold on to that. To actually try to do something that will get you out of that where you could see your yep. worth and your light and that you have control over your future that you you know you create your future yep and yeah so to do something don't don't waste time you know? i said time is precious time is precious don't waste it because we're always i can't tell you how many times i get on a phone with a woman right we have a conversation and she's like oh i'm gonna i gotta wait until the house is sold or i've got to wait until this is done i've got to wait till the kids go through college i've got to wait until i'll do it after summer i'll do it after christmas vacation i'll do it and what ends up happening is you're waiting for 20 years literally because years go by and don't wait action reduces anxiety and it doesn't mean that you actually have to go out there like a bull in a china closet you know what your first action step is decide that's it i am deciding today that i am no longer the slave to my past that i am open to receiving the guidance that i need to help me create my future and angel source and guide come in and help me guide me show me where i'm supposed to be maybe it's divorcing gracefully and beyond maybe it's not maybe there's another program for you maybe it's therapy for you i we don't know but when you open your heart to your guides and your soul and source and god and just say come in i invite you in because again our angels and our guides we're all given them at birth they're very respectful, respectful spiritual beings. They're not going to come in unless you invite them in. And that's another piece of the power. Yes, you may have been, have so much taken away from you, but you still have your spiritual power. If you are alive and you have this vital life force energy through you, that's the first step. Take action and decide I'm ready and, and God, please show me the next path. Yeah. Now, and invest in yourself. Yeah. Invest in yourself because you're Invest. Working. Yes. 100%. Now, I'm just going to say this again. Don't send me the hate letters because people, I'm, I'm telling you 
the way that you're going to save 20 to 30 years of your life is I am all about free. Don't get me wrong. Free, free, free is for me. I love books. I love podcasts. I, I love it. I bathe myself literally every day. I have YouTube on. I'm always listening to stuff, right? That, that feeds my brain. But when you are hurt and you can't see past your own space, you can't see past here, you need a guide, you need a coach, invest in yourself. Do not cheap out. Don't try to go it alone. Don't try to do it the cheapest you could be because that's what you'll get. You'll get cheap results and you're worth more than that. You've got to set the tone for your worth and your value and take action and just, excuse me, we say it at DGB, JFDI. So if there's little ones, hold their ears, but just fucking do it. JFDI. Because believe it or not, once you make that decision, this is where providence occurs. The people will come that you need. The money that will come that you need. The, the guides will come that you need. The source will come that you need. But you've got to make that decision. I agree. Because Denise and I are not, God is no respecter of persons. If we could do it, so could you, right? Yeah. Like this. yeah. And you could have hope for the future and know that your life is going to be even yeah. better than, you know, it was. The best yeah. is yet to come. I the believe. best is yet to come. Amen yeah. to that. All right. So my friends, I'm going to put here in the chat, if you want to have a conversation with me, you give make an appointment here with me and it's um, right here in the chat. You could go ahead and book a call time with me where we'll hop on the phone for about 30 to 40 minutes and we will see where you're at. And if I feel that DGB is the place for you, I'll let you know. And if I feel there's a different source for you, I'll let you know that too. So take advantage of that. And in the other side, that's, I'll see you guys later. Have a kick-ass day, guys. <laughs> Bye. See you later. <laughs> Bye. Thank you, Denise.